What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is one of your tri-hosts, Jordan Schuyler Sarf. Healthy and secure from the coronavirus, we'd like to wish everybody to be safe, be healthy, wash your hands, don't go touching people, you know what I mean? Even if the virus isn't happening, you know what I'm saying with the touching people. Um, you know, everyone, hope everyone's families are okay. Um, as of right now, everybody in the SAR, Feinstein, Bada, you know, whatever, all the different last name, maiden names, everyone's fine. Uh, right now, as far as Jake and Jacob goes, Jake has broken the record for most hours of folding socks and underpants. He is at currently 15 hours and 37 minutes, and that's still going. Jacob has created off-brand face mask and Purell, which he is selling at the corner of Willis Avenue in Searingtown. I don't know if those two intersect, but that's what he's told me. So if you're looking for off-brand face masks and Purell, you can go to Jacob. Um, right now, um, as far as me, I've been, you know, sticking it at home, trying to stay safe. Occasionally, I'll go see Nancy, shout out Nancy, and I'll have some homemade dinner. And, you know, right now it's some interesting times. We have some great topics for today that I'm going to jump off on. So, yeah. Our first topic of today, ladies and gentlemen, is the stock market. That's right. NASDAQ, blue chips, penny stocks, Dow Jones. We are about to discuss it. And by we, I mean me because there's nobody else here. Just to give you an update, the market sucks. All of my money completely down the drain. I have never seen an account look red before until mine. But Pete told me he's doing a two-for-one deal at UBS where you could get one blue chip stock and also one bag of blue chips. So you're looking for a quick deal? Call Peter May. As far as everything else goes, my roommate Brian has insured the entire market and has made millions. So I'm not paying the electric bill, but I have to still cover the water. So, all right, fine. Moving right along here, we have our Herrick's character update. We're going to start off fresh with a classic podcast listener. Shout out Joe Femia. Joe Fro has started a new Instagram called the Sopranos Quotes. It's under Sopranos underscore quotes, where every day Joe posts a new fresh quote from the, the show, whether it be from the first season all the way to the last. They're hysterical. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. And every day I like to see a nice little quote to make me laugh. Moving right along here, got a big birthday shout out, Dina Cavallaro, happy birthday. I actually called Dina and asked her if she was doing anything special for her birthday. She said no, because everyone's stuck inside doing jack shit. So sorry, Dina, hopefully when all this blows over, you can go out and party and do whatever. Final character update, we've got Nicholas Parisrin has packed his bags and moved to Los Angeles. That's right. Not only did he move in the beginning of March, I think he moved the day before this like outbreak really started to like hit like the United States. And it kind of started in California. So <laughs> sorry, Nick. Hopefully you're safe and you're using face mask and, and uh, gloves and whatever while you're eating your cheeseburgers and drinking your beer. Love you. Hit me up, whatever. That was your Harris character update. Now, you know, everyone's home. You can't leave. You know, it's been a couple of weeks of this now, and you're starting to figure out your groove. You know, like every morning I wake up and do blank, and then like allowing lunch, I'm doing this, and then at dinner, I'm doing that, and then I'm going to sleep and repeating this absolute ridiculous scenario. But, you know, we have to do it. I have a personal top five things that I like doing during this quarantine. I'm just going to rattle them off. Number one, and this is my favorite thing, is like passion work. So like I've been doing, you know, working on my film stuff, doing some writing, actually working on some editing, trying to put out some trailers. For those that don't know, I have a passion for filmmaking and I always wanted to make it my actual full-time career. 
And I've been able to put out a new trailer for our, an upcoming film called McFired, which is a sh short mockumentary about how the McDonald's like mascots were hired and then fired and where they are today. It's going to be very funny. It's at my page at ineffable.underscore.pictures at Instagram. You can check it out if you want. That was a great plug, I know. Moving right along, number two, favorite thing to do is discover old shit. Like, I went through my mother's basement, no pun intended, that wasn't a pun, that wasn't a joke, but went through my mother's basement and was able to find, like, old pictures, old games, actually found the old GameCube, and what I did was I had the wires, like, shipped in, and I've been playing Mario Super Strikers every day. I'm not very good at it, but I've been playing every day, trying to grow to be the ultimate Super Striker myself. Um, that could be a t-shirt. Put it on a t-shirt. Uh, Jordan Sarf Super Striker. Uh, moving right along. We've got working from home in quotations. And I wrote that down here in quotations because it's funny. Like, I'm going to be taking conference calls in my pajamas. And, you know, I'm laying in bed and I'm filling out all this paperwork. So... I don't know, just the scenario of like doing actual work from home, you know, makes me laugh because no one wants to do this crap from home. Like the whole point of while you're at work, unless you extremely love your job, is you want to just go home after. Like you're done. You want to do your work, get paid and go home. So, you know, working from home has been pretty funny. Um, number four, spank the monkey. That's right. People have been jerking off left and right. There's been stuff online saying that if you jerk off more, you know, you're less prone to the virus, which I think is just a tool for all the porn accounts to like lead people in. I know the actual activity on Pornhub is skyrocketed. And we were joking, a couple of friends and I were saying that if it was a public stock, you would that would be the one to buy as Pornhub, no doubt, because I'm guaranteeing their membership and their viewership is through the dang roof. Final one here. This one's gonna sound a little interesting. It's taking walks. Now, you know. Before all this, you know, if somebody said, you want to go take a walk with me, unless it was like your spouse or like you had a dog that you had to walk, like no one's really just taking a walk. And, you know, like now, like that's like the big thing to do because you can't go play baseball. You can't, you know, go to the amusement park, can't go apple picking. The only outdoor thing you could really do and still be kind of safe is, I mean, you shouldn't even leave your house anyway, but the your excuse is to go take a walk and get some fresh air. And honestly, it's been pretty nice. And I know that we've been inside, but the weather's getting much nicer. It's April, you know, and this kind of started in March. So, you know, the weather's getting warmer. We're in the springtime and it's pretty fun to enjoy it. So taking walks has been pretty cool. And especially near my area, which is in Mineola, like I'm able to see like small storefronts, which aren't open because everything's closed and, you know, just beautiful weather. So I would say that's my top five things to do as far as during this quarantine. Cookies, brownies lollipops ladies and gentlemen we're about to dive into a very interesting topic of edibles what are they how do they work and why do people take them let's jump into it how to make an edible before you could even make the cookie you actually have to make the butter this is from online sources shout out leafy for explaining to me how edibles work and how they are made and all this stuff because i don't you know i don't dive into that crap cough cough waka waka now in order to make weed butter, really simple, you just got to take a bunch of ground weed, you got to throw it in the oven for like 40 minutes at, at a certain temperature, and then you take it out, you put it in a big like pan with butter already in it, and then you throw the weed with the butter, and you let that cook for like three hours, and then after that, you let it cool, and you've got like weed butter. With that weed butter, you can make cookies, brownies, lollipops, 
burgers, pancakes, doesn't matter. It, it's going to have wheat in it and it's going to get you blitzed. The second question is, why do people take edibles over, you know, like smoking a joint or ripping a bong or ripping a pen or whatever? So the, the, the waka waka is that an edible, you know, takes about an hour, but it could time out just the right way. I'll give you an example. If you were to take a cookie at nine o'clock and the movie starts at 10 o'clock, but if you take, you know, you take it at nine, show up to the theater, do what you got to do. And for the next like three hours, you're going to be sitting during this movie and feeling fantastic. And, you know, obviously you shouldn't drive on any of this stuff. So hopefully you have a, you have a sober driver there while this is going on. But, you know, this is at least what I've been told. And the, the question is, is like, what type of high is it exactly? You know, people smoke cigarettes to give you some type of head rush. Or when you smoke jewel, you get a head rush. People that do mushrooms, it's more hallucinating. And maybe all that other crap. But when it comes to actual brownies, you're not going to hallucinate. You're not seeing shit. You're not seeing, you know, cartoon dragons fly over your eyes. You're not, there's no bugs pretending to crawl on your arms. You're simply going to feel like just really like tired and like, I don't want to say you're also going to feel kind of stupid, but you're definitely going to feel really giggly. Um, and you know, why would people want to feel that way? But I don't know. It's fun. But people like going to the movies when you're watching like a, a, a quote stoner comedy, like anything that Seth Rogen, you definitely want to be a little zapped for it. And, you know, I guess the filmmakers, this is a ridiculous uh, argument that I can go at hours about. The filmmakers definitely know that the movies that are that they're making would attract, would definitely attract those uh, that like to be stoned or in the stoner culture. Uh, you know, Pineapple Express is a phenomenal example. Any Cheech and Chong movie from the 80s, 90s, uh, it's been a culture forever. Uh, so the reason I even brought up the topic was why, you know, where has the stoner comedy gone? And, you know, as some, as a filmmaker that wants to dive into the comedy realm, understanding certain genres within comedy, one of them being the stoner comedy, you know, we're in a different world right now. We can't make the jokes that we were able to make 10, 15, 20 years ago, you know, obviously 40, 50 years ago, can't make that shit, but like, can't make those jokes anymore. So, you know, when you watch a comedy, it's going to be very 2019. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the comedy has to be bad. I've seen good comedies this year. I think, uh, could just give you one off the bat. It's not my favorite movie, but it's definitely one that made me laugh was Crazy Rich Asians. I thought it was hysterical. I enjoyed it. it it's It doesn't have the stoner element that people, I mean, I'm not people, but definitely stoners and those type of fanatics are looking for. Like that role in those, that perfect 2000s run of movies where you had like a 40 year old virgin super bad pineapple express like any of those seth rogan james franco uh, judd apatow movies were gold all right ladies and gentlemen it's time to go to bed uh, it's getting late i got work in the morning everyone stay healthy stay safe see you here from us soon